0: Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this mountain,
1: top.
2: I Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez. We are back on Zoom. I have Erin Keller here, and we are also joined by conservation educator Martin Olson out of Southern Nevada. And then we have Julie Gabrielson, conservation education supervisor out of Eastern Region. Congrats, Julie. Thank you. I'm pretty
3: excited about it. I think I was kind of speechless even when I got the phone call.
2: (laughs) Very exciting. And it feels like, I mean, you've already been doing the job so (laughs) it's awesome to have an official and martin as always great to see you great to have you
0: nice to be here ashley and nice to see you
2: and the reason we wanted to bring you two on is we are we're in the final countdown headed toward the deadline for our big game application period so we thought we'd bring the two of you on martin you recently did the big game tag application seminar, and um, we thought it'd be good to have both of you representing the different regions to go over some of the questions our offices are getting and just give people tips and tricks. So let's get right into it. Um, Well, first off, have both of you applied yet?
0: I have, I I have, and I would encourage uh, everyone out there to not wait to get close to that deadline. Uh, because so many people do. And if you do run into any situations or anything, you really limit your time on fixing anything by waiting uh, to the end. Uh, There is no pro or con to being the first person in the draw or being the last person. So if you know you're going hunting this year, get your application in before you get close to that deadline.
2: That is great information. And people in this very office need to take that information. We've been asking who's applied and no one has. <laughs> so we're like, do yourself a favor and get in there. Um, Julie, have you
3: applied yet? I did. I got mine done late last week. Finally. Oh, perfect. I, yeah. I, um, I tend to have a little bit different strategy than others. So mine was, you know, just finally sitting down and just pulling the trigger and getting it done
2: that's how I would I just get antsy and need to get things done I can't
1: so, so I'm the procrastinator in the group I guess huh? <laughs> I've you're, looked at the book a bunch of times and I've written some notes but uh and you're
0: still thinking still thinking
2: and are you out of town next week are you gonna uh-huh. you're gonna be right up <laughs> on the last minute yeah yeah well, everyone has their different strategies. Um, Martin, one thing we advise people to do is watch the Big Game Tag seminar. It's on our YouTube. Any information you want to share about that?
0: Yeah, there's, uh, there's some interesting new things this year. Uh, and uh, you can watch that YouTube video at any time, even though we have certain dates listed. And uh, there's some really valuable information. And we came up with some great information that's on our website that you can click on in the top 10 uh, uh, big game application resources. Uh, And there's some really neat stuff in there, which uh, a lot of questions I get on as far as statistics, uh, Hunt Nevada, uh, there's Hunter information sheets. And uh, the funny thing is each hunter has their own a series of of interests that they're into. Uh, Some wanna know you know, areas where animals were harvested. Others wanna know the percentage. uh, uh, What's my percent uh, odds of drawing into a unit? So the information is varied as the individuals itself. Uh, So try our website and those top 10 resources uh, that we have. And and I go over that uh, in that application resource. Uh, a webinar that we've got on, and you can find that on YouTube. So there's just really neat information. And also when you go to apply for tags, uh, there's the option of clicking on for the uh, most commonly asked questions. Uh, and you'll you'll get to that right when you get on to apply for tags. And right before you select what species you want to apply for, uh, there's a little uh, A note up at the top says click here for the uh, most frequently asked questions and that helps people out a lot too uh, because a lot of people do have exactly the same question.
2: Okay what are some of the questions you're getting a lot of?
0: Well this year uh, I've had a lot of questions on the youth hunt uh, because something new that happened this year was uh, if you are 11 years old and you uh, attain your 12th birthday uh, by the beginning of the last junior hunt which is december uh, then you're able to purchase a bonus point uh, but remember you got to turn 12 before then uh, and the purpose behind that is someone whose birthdays in uh, you know november or, or late november uh, you really don't have any choices as a junior uh, there's one hunt left uh, and it's either that one or nothing so uh, that's i've been getting a lot of questions on that And uh, new this year in uh, Southern Nevada, we have a one horn uh, ram hunt, uh, which the qualifications for that uh, basically is one horn has to be a a minimum of half the length of the other one. And this is a once in a lifetime hunt. There's no bonus points. Uh, It is another category uh, in your application so you can apply for a Nelson's Ram, a Nelson's U, and then uh, the uh, one horned Nelson Ram, as well as your PIW and uh, your sober state. So it gives you a lot of opportunities there uh, to apply for Rams. And I begin a lot of questions on the one horn. Uh, and uh, the neatest thing with that is it is a once in a lifetime thing. So uh, you draw that. And that is your one opportunity.
2: And Aaron, we you said that we had some calls. Aaron touched in with our call center right before coming into the podcast, Um, and you had some. We were getting questions about that too.
1: Yeah, and I think the biggest uh, thing we wanted to clarify with that is that it is resident only. Um, We had a lot of questions on if non-residents could apply, and um, if you were a resident now you're a non-resident type of a just lots of scenarios, but it is resident only, um, and no bonus points. And like Martin said, once in a lifetime. So it's a, it's a definitely a unique opportunity. Um, we have a lot of people that like it and a lot of people that are wondering why we even made it. Um, it's kind of a needle in a haystack type hunt, but, um, if you're one of those guys in a waiting period, it's kind of a cool opportunity to maybe go sheep hunting. Again. So, um, definitely outside the box thinking, and uh, we'll see how it goes.
2: Yeah, it's cool. It's another opportunity for hunters. These rams are limited in number, and they're also less likely to breed, and then removing them reduces overuse of food and water resources on top of providing this hunting opportunity. So it's an awesome first time we're doing
0: this. And and that is an important too. Uh, the next uh, most frequent question I get is, "What are my best chances of being successful?" And uh, a, a year or so back, we started the order to the draw uh, that would hopefully enhance a lot of people to go ahead and apply for not only, you know, a bull tag, uh, but then a cow tag, and then a depredation tag. And because it goes in order. Uh, you're not missing anything out. So if I can get one thing over to everyone, if you if really uh, want to be successful in, in our system and everything, apply for as many opportunities as you can. Uh, and those are, uh, you know, categories that you can apply for. Remember, though, you can only get one, uh, one species uh, in, the, in that category uh, unless you're in the silver state uh, or the uh, a depredation uh, hunt or landowner tag. So, uh, but uh, give yourself as many opportunities as possible. Uh, and by doing that, uh, definitely use the uh, uh, different categories that we've got offered there.
2: And definitely use, you had mentioned our top 10 resources, check all of those resources out and take advantage of it and watch Martin's seminar as you're looking at those resources that goes a long way and then I would also
1: encourage anybody as they're on there to uh to check out our hunt NV, the new app
2: that's what I was just gonna say there's a bunch of stats
1: (laughs) and great information for people that you know are whether you're new or you want to look up a new area or you want to stay close to home or you have a destination you want to hunt um there's just tons of you could get down a long rabbit hole of stats in in that new app.
2: And we actually recently did a podcast on that app specifically and Mitch, who developed it, walked us through it. So check that out. Um, Julie, you also touched base with your front desk got caught up on all the questions you guys are getting. <laughs> Fill us in.
3: <laughs> yeah, the bulk of what we're seeing um, are really, you know, things that can be solved by just checking into your, your my account page when you log into the to the licensing and, you know, updating any addresses that might need updating um, payment methods, which is really important that you update um, and make sure that your payment method is, is accurate because that kind of slows things down if you end up having to do it after you've already you know, picked all of your tags and submitted them before the payment. Um, There's so many things that you can see from the My Account page. You can see your applications and points. You can see your return cards. Um, One of the things that they're also seeing is uh, you have to have that return card survey completed before you start applying for tags. You can't roll it all in as one transaction. So if you were late on your return card, you have to pay for that ahead of time before you can start applying for for the current tags. Um, So that kind of is one of those holdup areas that people are seeing as well. Um, Switching accounts, because a lot of linked accounts you'll see. uh, And again, you gotta be at that my account page in order to switch between the accounts that, that you're trying to work through for the tags. That's pretty much what most of what they're seeing is based around.
2: Good information. And if you're like Erin and waiting till the very last minute to apply, you still might want to go on, like Julie said, check your account, make sure everything's up to date. Make sure you've um, submitted your return card so that you don't have any problems at that last minute. Um, I think we're going to take a quick break there, but we will be right back. You're listening to Nevada Wild
0: good if you boots and If you
2: enjoy listening to our podcast leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud For more information on hunting, fishing boating and all things wildlife go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we are talking about the big game application period. We are nearing the end. The deadline is May 10th. It's a Tuesday for the first time in a long time, at least. I don't remember it being on a Tuesday um, at 11 p.m. So Definitely, that's a reminder Aaron was telling me to emphasize during the break because people are used to it being on a Monday. So um, start reminding your family and friends now that the reminder that the deadline is approaching. We also wanted to go over some other tips and things people should be doing.
1: Aaron do yep. you yeah, know. I was saying that I I called my dad and said, "Hey, have you applied yet?" And he said, "Oh no, is the deadline today?" <laughs> so I got to you know kick him in the butt a little bit sure that you the there,
2: so. yeah we do our best to spread the word but there's still people who they don't know they don't check social media or emails so remind your family and friends sometimes that's the best way to get the word out there
1: yep and like julie said earlier some of the the uh complications you might have you don't want to make sure or you want to make sure that you're logging into your account making sure you remember your password all those type of things before the deadline or before like you know the final hours because a lot of people are going to be doing that and so you don't want to be in line to to be in on the phone or trying to make it stressful
3: uh, and one thing too with that is i think if i have a primary tip that i have for anybody it's write your password down where you know where you'll be able to find it again but there's a cool thing now where if in fact you've lost your password um, and you don't even necessarily know which email you use, um, when you click on forgot password, there is an option there to have a link sent to you without an email. So there's there's ways of recovering your account without having to know exactly which password and email that you used.
2: That is such a good point. And I sometimes help with the call center. And one of the main calls we get, it, people feel think they're locked out of their accounts. Mm. Um, there's something wrong and it's no, they just forgot their password, <laughs> so make sure you write it down. And some people are like, I swear it's this password, and then come to find out they were using another password they have. So, so definitely, good point. Write your password down and remember it. Um, another thing we were saying is Hunter Ed, um, especially for non-residents. Um, Martin, do you want to talk about that, just getting your information in there?
0: Uh, sh- um. Sure, Ashley. Uh, Every year, uh, you know, right up to the end, if you're born after January 1st, 1960, uh, and you want to buy a hunting license in Nevada, you need to have proof of hunter education. And a lot of our non-residents have taken hunter education in another state. Uh, The big hiccup is we don't have access to those records. So you have to download your hunter education certificate uh, on our website. And there is a, a Email to send it to right there, uh, but this could take some time. So, like at the beginning, uh, I said don't wait to the last day to try to get all this stuff in, uh, because if you don't get that into your profile, you will not be able to apply for tags because you need to have a license to apply for tag. And uh, in my opinion, a person should uh, always buy your license and hang on to your license. To gain those bonus points, uh, some states, you know, have an enormous resource of wildlife, and they're not in a draw system like we are. Uh, but our resource is limited for the a number of hunters that we have every year, so we do a uh, a draw system. Which you, you want to build those bonus points in every category you can, and uh, there's categories that you know I get it. Not everybody can apply for 14 hunts, uh, but you can buy bonus points in those. And when you buy a bonus point, you're not applying for a tag, you're just buying another bonus point. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, Worst case scenario on your hunter education, if you wait and you try to, and you can't find your card to upload it or send it to us, uh, and you can't get a hold of the state that you took it in, Uh, to get a duplicate, uh, you can always retake the hunter education course right in Nevada. And that certification will transfer right over into your profile. And then you can go in and you will be able to uh, apply for tags. So that's a a last case resort. But uh, whatever you do, don't wait till that last day (laughs) on Tuesday, the 10th to try to do all that. Uh, so get that under your belt. Worst case scenario now, create an account, uh, upload your uh, Hunter education certificate, uh, and then you're ready to go.
2: Good information. Aaron, anything else you want to add as far as Hunter Ed goes?
1: Yeah, I was trying to find the mute button. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to be that guy that, that's, uh, you know, sitting there with all your paperwork and all your choices out in front of you and get to that Hunter Ed screen and not have it verified and then have to wait and come back and all that i it would be better martin's reminding you right now click on the green help button submit us a copy it goes to us the people on this podcast our phone staff like our customer service folks and so we're the ones verifying it we're calling the other states or we're making sure it's proof of honor ed it's the easy process but it is a step that you have to take before you can apply Yeah, and
0: and Aaron, there's a lot of things individuals can do, like keep their license on the auto renew, and as Julie mentioned uh, early on, uh, make sure your profile is up to date. And by that, uh, another question that I always got there was, you know, what's my best chances? Uh, Well, you should be applying for an alternate uh, in all the units you do, and that is uh, only gonna uh, resort to your first choice. and uh, but what happens is some people your credit card maybe expires in July and uh, you think you're good to go, you're going to make the draw, you're gonna buy your license and you'll you'll know. Then suddenly you become an alternate and those alternate tags are, are sent right to you and goes right to your profile and suddenly your credit card is void. Uh, So don't let that happen. Make sure your credit card is up to date and keep an eye on your financial institution too. sometimes banks, for whatever reason, they have an issue and they will re uh, reissue a new credit card, even though you know maybe you had a year or two left on your expiration date. So uh, make sure you keep all that stuff up to date uh, uh, for your best chances.
2: And another point is um, our call center, they're around from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day, seven days a week, and they are quick for most, I don't wanna speak to every single scenario, but for the most part, they can help you through the process. Also, they're quick to get your Hunter Ed information in the system, but if you wait till that last night, that's where it takes a lot more time because we're getting a lot more requests in from people. So that's why now is the time to do that. Any other tips from anyone?
0: Yeah, and that would be the same if you have some out-of-state friends. uh, You know, give them a call up, tell them to get on it, get their profile set up and get get all their stuff in order.
2: Yeah. So you're not waiting for them. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Like we said earlier, sometimes it's best just to remind people yourselves, to spread the word.
0: (laughs) And if you've already uh, submitted your DEER application, Uh, Something new this year, you can go in and you can edit that. Uh, For example, if uh, I contact a friend from out of state and he says, oh, I wish I would have known that. Uh, I'd like to go with you. Guess what? You can. I can go in and edit that from an individual account to a group account and then give him that group number and he can apply and we can apply as a group. So that's a really, you really need a feature this year uh, that, that we've updated on that. Uh, so keep that in mind, too. Don't uh, write it off just because you've already applied. Uh, get a hold of some of your friends and uh, make sure they're in there with you.
2: Good information. Aaron, yeah, I
1: had? wanted to add, um, it was along the lines of bonus points. We have a few calls coming in about losing bonus points. Um, if you don't apply within two, two consecutive years for a species or a category of hunt, you'll lose your points. Um, we sent out an email um, earlier this week and it had, don't lose your bonus points. That kind of a warning to anybody that hadn't applied in two consecutive years in any category. And just to clarify that's for the category. So say you have a cow point that you're gonna lose that doesn't affect your bull points, your deer points, or your antelope points, just your cow. So if you're okay with losing that point, that's one thing. But um, it doesn't affect across categories. Now, like to Martin's point, you don't want to lose any points that you've already earned or paid for. So make sure you're going through your account and you're looking, and you can go category by category and see where, when you applied, when you hadn't applied. Um, you know, if it's a spike or a horn shorter in ears or something like that, um, make sure you're at least submitting some sort of an application, whether that's bonus point only or an actual application. So you don't lose those points.
2: And we're actually down to the final few minutes here. So any final words of wisdom or share what you're most excited about for the upcoming hunting season? Martin, do you want to go?
0: Yeah. Um... Uh, the most exciting thing is as you go through this process and you do build those bonus points, you know, every year your excitement level gains a little bit more. Uh, so that's why it's very important to build those bonus points and everything. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a $10 charge. You just purchase the bonus point, uh, but it really keeps you uh, in the game. Uh, and especially for newer hunters who are thinking, well, I'm just getting started in deer, Go ahead and purchase those bonus points and those those uh, harder to draw tags. Uh, so when you do reach that level, uh, you'll be you'll be in the game. Uh, and so every year this this time is is very exciting. So and we'll see how we pan out. Also,
2: you bring up a good point. Start planning what you're gonna do the night that we release those draw results. Because we'll be releasing that information in the next few weeks. So start thinking of what you want to do with your friends because that's (laughs) always something I know everyone in this in at endow looks forward to that every year
3: um Julie Um, I think my what I'm looking most forward to this year is we are bringing a brand new hunter in on our party this year Uh, my daughter's boyfriend has never hunted before and he's recently taken up archery with us going to 3d shoots and everything and decided that he thinks this is what he wants to do, so we're getting him through Hunter Ed in the next week, and he's, he's going to put him on the party hunt with us, and I think that that's just going to be so cool to have him out there experiencing it firsthand, and not just from maybe, you know, watching behind the scope while we're out there, or even just sitting along in the truck as we're, you know, looking for a good spot to go and, and, and find something. So I'm, I'm really excited about having him out there with
1: us. So have you made a deal that he gets the first arrow and so that it's.
3: (laughs) Well, you know, my daughter and I, we frequently, you know, we are the team that typically always hunts together. And then if somebody else wants to join in with us, then we're we're obviously very welcoming to them. Um, And we typically do use, you spot it, you stalk it. Um, And, but I have to say, I love watching her go after him because she's also new to archery so much that even there's times that I still send her after it, even if I'm the one that that has spotted it. And so I feel like her and I will both do the same thing with him in this situation as well, because we're both pretty excited about him joining in. Yeah,
1: awesome.
3: After that, it might, you know, maybe the second year, it'll be no, no more gimmies.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, everyone get your applications in. You have until May 10th. 11 p.m. But do not wait. Head to EndowLicensing.com today. Make sure your account is up to date. And good luck to everyone. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy to have you on. And thank you everyone for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild.